0: Listening to the ESPN New York Tonight podcast with Larry Hardesty on 98.7 ESPN.
1: How excited are you that the NFL schedule is out? How excited? Looking at the Jets schedule, looking at the Giants schedule, Joel and I agree. This could be a long year. I mean, let me just take, let me just look at this, let's look at this jet schedule real quick. Okay. At Buffalo, home for Frisco, at Indy, home for Denver, home for Arizona, at LA, home for Buffalo, at Kansas City, New England, uh, home at home with Miami wrapped around a bye week in week 11, which is the positive because they didn't, they had the week, what was it, week two or three last year? That they had their bye week, so week eleven on the bye week, Vegas, Seattle, the Rams, and Seattle and the Rams back to back. Okay, West Coast. So they're doing a lot of traveling this year, aren't they? They go West Coast three times: Chargers in week six, Rams in week fifteen, uh, Seattle week fourteen, Rams week fifteen, home against the uh, home against the Browns, and at New England. So, I mean. In Cleveland against the Browns home for New England. So three of their last four games of the season on the road. But as bad as that schedule is, I think the Giants schedule is a little worse. Okay. Their first five games, they host the Steelers. First of all, no, no Dallas <laughs> for the opener. What? What well, was this a deal that once Eli retired, you're not going to open with Dallas anymore? Is is that what this is about? So they hope at home against the Steelers, which is a night game, right? At Chicago, home for Frisco, at the Rams, at Dallas. That's the first five weeks. You could say one in four. I mean, and listen, these are always fun and interesting to do, right? Because you base them on what the teams were like last year. And we all know that teams change. There is a large percentage of change in personnel every single year with a lot of teams. Even New England, aside from Tom Brady, which is the major story, right? Other than him, they lost a Kyle Noy gone defensively. They've lost a number of people off that team. So when we look at this, we're saying, well, you know, this is how it could be based on what we saw last year. And it could be different. But I know how good Frisco is. They were in the Super Bowl last year. The Rams, even though they didn't get back and they were not the same team last year, I expect that they will be better this year. All right, so let's go back. Steelers, Chicago, Frisco, Rams, Dallas. Week six, Washington at home. At Philly, home for Tampa. Oh, Tom Brady, huh? At Washington, home for Philly. They have a bye. Then at Cincinnati, at Seattle. Home for Arizona. Oh, Odell Beckham Jr. returns week 15 with the Cleveland Browns at the Ravens home for the Cowboys. These are not schedules of teams that were not that that weren't over 500. Okay, they were not. These are some tough looking schedules. What are your thoughts on the schedules? 1-800-919-3776. Also, our Twitter poll question is out at Hardesty ESPN at ESPN NY 98 underscore seven FM. Let's have some fun. Both teams have the bye week in week 11. Both local teams have the bye week in week 11. Who will have the better record at that time? Who will have the better record at that time? Let's go through it again. Giants, Steelers, Steelers. Bears, Niners, Rams, Cowboys, Washington, Philly, Buccaneers, Washington, Philly. That takes them to the Dubai. Jets, Buffalo. So you got the Bills, Niners, Colts, Broncos, Arizona, Chargers, Buffalo, Kansas City, New England, Miami, bye. This is, this is, this is going to be a very, very, very interesting season. And so when you look at this, getting off to a really good start is always important. I don't care what the record looks like. I don't care what the season is. I don't care what the sport is. You always want to get off to a good start. And I think, well, when you look at this, Jets at Buffalo and Frisco the first two weeks, I would think Frisco would stay on the East Coast because they have the Giants in week three. So I would think they would stay. So they'll be around here for a little bit. The way it looks, they'll, they'll hang around. But Buffalo, look, at Buffalo, is that a winnable game? Yeah, it's winnable. It's winnable. Um, Niners, that's going to be tough. You like what, because the Niners present offensive woes. That stretch your defense out. All right. And so if you're the Jets, you really need, and we, of course, we're just, you know, having fun talking about it. But if you're the Jets, what you really need is your offense really needs to get percolating early because with a schedule like this, where you've got potent offensive minded teams, Niners, Colts, Denver, Chargers, Kansas City, um, Rams, Browns, when you have game, when you have teams like that, you really need to make sure that your offense can help your defense out. What do I mean by that? I mean that you have an offense that is kind of ball control. Not saying you're going to go ground and pound, but you need an offense that's ball control that's going to give you some drives. Eight, nine, 10, 11 play drives. That would be very helpful because that helps your defense, A, stay rested, B, They can't, your opponent can't score when they don't have the football. So these are basic things that you know. And this is what you really need to have. And when you've had the questions with the offense that the Jets have had talking about last season, okay, you have to be a little concerned, right? Now we're hearing talk from, uh, Rich Semini on flight deck in his conversation with Adam Gase, that he's going to look to run the ball more. He's going to look to do some things. He's going to look to make some adjustments in the offense. All right, we'll, we'll wait and see what he's able to do. But the one thing we know is they have to be able to rely on their offense and rely on special teams to flip that field for them. Okay, They just do. That's how they'll win. When you look at the Giants, their issue is a little different. I think offensively, they're in a good place. They've got an outstanding running back in Saquon Barkley. Okay, Daniel Jones is in his second year, and obviously he will adjust because teams will have seen how good he was as far as him being uh effective, high completion percentage being able to move in the pocket, so he's going to see teams that are going to try to contain the rushing lanes for him. He's not going to be able to roll outside and and do as well as he did last year. It's going to be harder work for him, and they're going to have to change some defenses. The key for the Giants this year offensively is they've got to keep their receivers healthy. Evan Ingram's got to be healthy. He has to be. Okay, you need healthy receivers. You need them to be able to continue to move that offense. The offensive line has improved. I expect that they will do a nice job in opening holes for Saquon Barkley. I expect that Daniel Jones will improve. They'll do all the drills that you need, that he won't be just coughing the football up and giving it away like it was a loaf of bread as he did last year. I don't expect that he will be that way. I expect that offensively they will be better. The concern I have for them is the back line that's secondary. That's the concern I have for the Giants. Inconsistent pass rush, all right, and trying to find ways to pressure the quarterback. That's the That's the concern I have about this team, especially with this schedule where you see a lot of physical teams. Pittsburgh is physical. Chicago's physical, even though we don't know who the quarterback's going to be for the Bears. But they're physical. The Rams, Niners, physical teams. Uh Obviously, the teams in their division. Tampa's a physical team. Seattle, physical defensive team. So these, and Baltimore clearly is a physical defensive team. So these are the things that the Giants will have to respond to. What are your thoughts on the schedule? 1-800-919-3776. It's throwback Thursday. As we told you. Uh, this is dedicated to Nurses Week. Uh, so the nurses, we want you, if you have, if you have family members who's a nurse, you want to dedicate a song to them. Make sure you hit us up on Twitter at Hardest to ESPN at ESPN NY 98 underscore seven FM and, uh, give us the name of the song and use the hashtag NWTBT. Nurses Week Throwback Thursday. We'll come back and get your thoughts on the NFL schedule 2020 next on 987 ESPN.
0: You're listening to the ESPN New York Tonight podcast with Larry Hardesty on 98.7 ESPN.
1: Getting your thoughts on the NFL schedule release and also on Twitter. Twitter poll question is as follows. Let's have some fun. Both teams have the bye week in week 11. Who will have the better record at that time, Giants or Jets? You can weigh in on Twitter. You can weigh in on the phones. As Court is going to do in South Carolina. Court, you're batting leadoff on ESPN New York tonight.
0: Hey, how you doing, man? Thanks for taking my call. You got it, Court. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. I'm a former New Yorker. I moved down to South Carolina. I'm in Greenville. But um, I uh, stream your show. I listen to it every night. I appreciate you You're putting out all this info every night, brother, because it just takes me back to New York. I appreciate it.
1: No problem. Thanks for listening, Court. But the
0: um, the Giants and Jets schedule, everyone complains about it. But my headset has always been, if you can't beat the people better than you, you don't deserve in the Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you got to fight. You, you got to dig. And that's it. I I thought the Jets had a pretty good um, uh, draft. I thought the Giants had a good draft. And they got to dig hard. Saquon Barkley for the Giants don't have a good year. They're probably not going to invest that much. I'd like the Jets draft picks with the big um, left tackle with um, Beckham. But um, if not, it is what it is. I hope they sign uh, Jamal Adams to a big contract because I think he deserves it. He's the face of the Jets. But um, it is what it is, man. I don't make those uh, executive decisions. But um, I'm serious. If you can't beat the big boys, you don't deserve in the big boy games.
1: No, you're right about that, Court. Thanks for checking in, my friend. Keep listening. Uh, There's no question about it. You You have to beat the better teams. And what it shows and what it will show is your improvement on both sides of the football and your improvement in coaching. And that's what will determine. You get better by beating teams that are better than you because that lets you know where you stand. That lets you know how much work you have to do. And when you talk to coaches, they tell you all the time, oh, it's about execution. It's about execution. It's about execution. And of course it is. I mean, you go back to the Jet teams that went to the AFC championship games. They were a ground and pound team. Teams knew coming in they were going to run the football. They knew their goal was to, to beat the Jets, make Mark Sanchez beat them. That's what you want to do. Force them into some turnovers, get some quick scores. The defense was very, very good under Rex. And so that's what you had to do. You look at the Giants. Okay, the defense uh, the Super Bowl defense with the NASCAR package and the, and the constant pressure on the quarterback. So it was clear if you wanted to beat them, you had to get rid of the football quickly and not turn the football over because Eli Manning and the, and the offense will be able to go down the field and score either by running the football or passing it. So when you look at the schedule, yeah, we're looking at it and we're having fun, and we're just talking about you know the, the, the talent and the type of teams that you see on here. And so we're going to find out a lot about where both local teams are in their building process, right, in their rebuilding process. You've got a a Giants team that is without Eli Manning for the first time in over a decade, all right? So now you've got Daniel Jones at the helm. This is his team, definitely. He's going to march in there. He's got to lead this team, and we'll find out where they are, and we'll find out just what Joe Judge has got to do to get them coached up. Well, That attention to detail, that focus, what you need to do, how you need to, once again, that word, execute in all phases, whatever that game plan is. But also, because we always jump on players and what they do when they make mistakes. But it is also about the adjustments that are made during the game and at halftime. Those are the key things that help people win. And let's face it, last year, especially for the Jets, adjustments took a minute to get rolling. And so hopefully they will learn to do better because I'm telling you, with this schedule and the caliber of players based on the teams that we saw last season, this could be a rough season for both local teams. It could be. Charlie's in Woodside. Hey, Charlie, you're next on 98.7.
2: Hey, Larry. How you doing?
1: I'm doing good, man. What's up?
2: Uh, well, Larry, I'm going to tell you, before the Giants even started, it's over, Larry.
3: <laughs>
2: and it's not just a schedule. It's the fact that there's, I'll give you two names, the uh, the clown fraud and a dumb droid clone. Do you know what those two, na- two names is?
1: Well, I know that, that you have a, a close fondness in your heart for GM Dave Gettleman. And I guess you're building another fondness in your relationship with the coach, Joe Judge.
2: Absolutely correct. Because those are the two, two well, well one of the two reasons that I cannot stand the Giants.
0: Uh-huh.
2: And look at the schedule. And I see the schedule, Larry, at best this team's 5-11. At worst three and thirteen. I have no optimism looking at the schedule to to tell me that the Giants are gonna have a better season. I don't. And some of the caliber of team they're facing, and especially opposing sidelines with the head coach, even watch the Redskins with Ron Rivera coach head coaching the team.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And and by the way, a couple of weeks ago in the draft, I'm gonna tell you that week six, the last season, week sixteen uh, game against the Redskins, that's the that will go down as the worst win in, in Giants franchise history because that lost Chase Young and Chase Young's going to burn the Giants for the next ten years.
1: Yeah, I know what you're saying, Charlie. He was he was a phenomenal phenomenal talent. There's no question about it. But it's Charlie, it's over, was Larry. Saying, it's over, Larry. You did you did need an offensive lineman.
2: I know, you did. but Larry, you did. I don't care, man. Hey, Larry, as long as you get rid of those two two that I mentioned, and I will never say his name again because I can't stand it. just make me sick. But, Larry, doesn't matter, man. Before the season started, it's over. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. It's over.
1: All right, Charlie. You you got, you got to have more support of your team than that. Thanks for the phone call. I mean, you're a Giants man. You already say it's over. You never know. You know, I, I admit to you. That when you look at the schedule, it, it's, it's a tough schedule. There's no question about it. It is. It's really tough. But you've got some things in place offensively that I think you can put some points on the board. And guess what? You're going to have to be able to put some points on the board to beat these teams. You're going to have to. I mean, Steelers is, is, is going to be interesting because you've got, uh, you know, Ben Roethlisberger coming back who after being out most of last season, Chicago you don't even know who the quarterback is going to be right now. Mitch Trubisky, eh, not so sure. But you look at Frisco Rams and Dallas. I mean think of those first 5 games. Now I'm not saying it's over. I'm not as uh <laughs> I'm not as hard on the Giants as Charlie is. But I will tell you it's it's not going to be easy. It's not. It, it's a very, very entertaining schedule to see what the local teams are. And in watching the schedule release tonight, the other thing that was the big story, right, was, oh, let's get Tom Brady's schedule. Oh, let's see what Tampa's going to look like. Oh, that's what we want to see. Oh, where, where's the, where's the, the, uh, Tampa schedule? And, um, you know, that's, that's a fascinating schedule as well. Starting, uh, you know, Drew Brees. And the Saints. And you can see how they're building this up. Now here's the, here's the interesting thing for me in watching this, and I'll see how you feel about it as well. It was interesting that as of right now, and even our Adam Schefter's reporting, that the NFL has a backup plan, clearly. But for right now, they expect to go head first, ready to go, Thursday night, September 10th, in a rematch, Kansas City hosting Houston. Deshaun Watson against the playmaker. No, not not Michael Irvin. <laughs> not Michael Irvin. The Kansas City playmaker. So they're and you look at the schedule and every, and they've got dates. Sunday, September thirteenth. Super Bowl set February seventh memory serves me correct Super Bowl etched in stone well maybe not right they're hoping that they'll be able to proceed the way they want to they're hoping that they'll be able to do this and it's a nice thought process but you know and I know they've got a backup plan just in case things get a little crazy
0: (laughs) You are listening to the ESPN New York Tonight podcast with Larry Hardesty on 98.7 ESPN.
1: Hey, if you just missed our top news stories of the day featuring the Bartolo Cologne long trot around the bases, don't worry. You can always listen to them every day on demand via the podcast. Just download the ESPN app and search for best of New York podcast or simply clip the Click the link on our Twitter handles at Hardest ESPN and at ESPN NY ninety eight underscore seven F M. Let's get back to the calls. One eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. Rob is in Wayne. Hey Rob, you're next on ninety eight seven.
4: Hey, uh, see there's a flip side to that coin when it comes to the Jets brutal schedule. Mm-hmm. Miami Miami plays it. Uh Pats play the Pats play and as does the Bills. Now yeah. it all breaks down all four teams are still rebuilding are rebuilding and are still young. Now, the Pats—I I give them a pass. They're gonna—they're gonna tank for Trevor. I'm not even worried about the Pats. Eight, eight, even nine and seven might win the division. It's gonna come down to quarterback play, and I think Sam Darnold's better. No, I know Sam Darnold's better than Fitzpatrick and Stidham and uh, and Josh Allen. And I think nine and seven is gonna propel to the playoffs. And we like next like last year, we won't have. We won't make the, like the Bills did. There won't, there won't be a, a wild card team. So nine and seven, Jets bank on it, win the division, and go to the
1: playoffs. I hear you, Rob. Thanks for the phone call. You're very, you're a very positive guy. You're positive for your Jets. I understand. I got the logic. But here's the thing: uh, Josh Allen played better than Sam Darnold last year. It wasn't even close. And you just, you're not really sure of. You know, Darnold is kind of in the – and I'm not comparing Darnold to Carson Wentz talent-wise, but I'm saying, once again, you had the situation where, you know, Sam Darnold was hurt during the year. Okay? Uh, You know, uh, yeah, mono, I get it. But still, he missed games. So his availability is in question. Is he a guy – and listen, I was reading about – um I, I was reading um, a draft analysis from Todd McShay who says that to him – Sam Darnold is the best young quarterback. He can, the best young quarterback in that division. So, you know, I get it. I understand what he's saying. And he has shown, but I need to see it consistently before I'm ready to to jump on that bridge with you. Trey's in Brooklyn, Texas. He's next on 98.7 ESPN. Hey, Trey. What's up, Larry? How you doing, my friend?
3: How you? How's family? I'm
1: doing great. Everybody's good. Thank you. Everybody's good. awesome. Awesome. Are you ready to go? I'm ready to go. As Best you know, course. every night we do our shout out to uh, local hospitals for all the staff, all the folks, be it maintenance, be it doctors, and nurses, especially during Nurses Week, if we dedicated our throwback Thursday to be it orderlies, be it people in the kitchen, be it the, everybody. Everybody who has put their life on the line as we go and try to beat this COVID-19 virus. And tonight, we shout out Beth Israel Hospital in Newark, New Jersey. For a, Brick a, a trivia, City, a trivia question: That's where uh, our producer Kawhi Williams was born.
3: Kawhi oh, was born. Yeah.
1: born in Newark, New Jersey, Beth Israel Hospital. Oh,
3: mm-hmm. Brick,
1: a, you keep saying you keep saying it wrong, Larry. Brick City. He's got he, the, the, uh, he's got a, a whole wing with his photos. <laughs> <laughs> i <Kai> was here <laughs> we made him we made him we made yeah. him here he he appeared here first
3: <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure i'm pretty yeah. sure who you got trey all right tonight i'm we're gonna shout out Lenox hill hospital okay upper east side yeah we're gonna shout them out tonight lift them up let them know we're thinking about them Appreciate all the hard work, like you said, from the from the food prep to the nurses to the doctors to every every staff member in Lenox Hill Hospital tonight, man. We love y'all. Thank y'all for putting yourself on the line to make sure that we can do this and 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 talk as a family every night. So thank you for what y'all do. We are really appreciate it and keep keep up the hard work and we go keep repping y'all. So shout That's out so Lenox Hill said. Hospital tonight.
1: That's very well, very well said.
3: All right, all right. So Larry, I mean the schedules bruh. <laughs> One word, brutal. But mm-hmm. again, we're going off of last year's team. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I don't want to put too much into it. You know, again, man, this is all, these may may as well be Madden schedules as far as I'm concerned right now, Larry. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nothing written yep. in stone. You know what I mean? You, got, you know, Pittsburgh coming to, the, to, to MetLife might not ever happen. Yeah, You yeah. know what I'm saying? If it does yep. happen, it's going to look considerably different than how it looks any other time. Yeah, So, it is. It is imperative that Joe Judge and his staff get in there, get prepared. It is imperative that Adam Case, good God, Adam Case, It is imperative that he get prepared, because that that's a brutal. That's a brutal AFC East, and just like the uh, previous caller said, they got to play that schedule too.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Doesn't negate the fact that we got to win some games. We got, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, really. You can't. You can't start off losing to Buffalo. You can't, and, and you know that that, that those count twice. So you yeah. can't, you can't, you can't go in there losing those games like that because they're going to come to bite you later. You see what I'm saying? As they always do. With, yeah. And I agree with you. Josh Allen did play considerably better than Sam Donald last year. He's, he's, he's one of those, he's one of the quarterbacks I knew was going to be good. I knew mm-hmm. it. I knew yeah. it. I knew it. I had a friend of mine that said, "Oh man, his forty time at his pro day was trash, and he looks slow. He looks slow to you, Larry?
1: No, he, he no, no, he doesn't no. look slow, and he looks like he loves the contact. He'll take on the he, defenders. He,
3: he, he, yeah, he's got that Ben Roethlisberger in him where he looks for contact, which is mm-hmm. you crazy. know a little insane. But I like my quarter. I like my quarterback a little crazy.
1: Yeah, but well, you,
3: you know love him? Well, yeah. Oh yeah, he doesn't turn the ball over, which is important. Yeah." Oh, boy, it's going to be tough, man. The schedule is really going to be tough this year to navigate through because, again, we don't know what's going on. But, you know, just looking at it, if we're going to play these games, it, it's, it's looking like towards the end of the season, Larry, if we're not, if we're not, in both teams, if we're not able to run the football, Larry, you're not mm-hmm. going to have a lot of success towards the end of the season. Yeah. These are good defenses at the end of the year. So, I mean, I don't know, man, brutal. When I saw it, I was like, damn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I just like you know. I, I was glad to see that you know we ain't starting out there in Dallas. You know what I'm saying? Because that's like yeah, the right path. Every tag yeah, yeah. on year, we got to start out there. Absolutely. I know the players might not mind because of the weather out there is really good when they come. Mm-hmm. It's really good. I've been in that stadium watching the Giants a few times, and it's always nice. And it's you know he's 75 in that dome anyway. He just closed the we just closed the roof. Yeah, exactly. but, um Yeah, yeah. It's, it's and listen, if you got to play, if,
1: if you got to play Chicago, it's good to play in week
3: two. You ain't lying. And I mean, I mean, but, but, you know, Trubisky or whoever's going to be quarterback, come on, man. I'm not, I'm not too much worried about them. I, I, mm, Nick Foles. I, and I am that defense. Yeah. That defense is really good. And Nick Foles is, you know, he's a, he's a Super Bowl MVP, man. So yeah. Well, no, Larry is going to be a tough season, man. Buckle up, man. This is, it is. going to be is. tough to navigate through. Just looking at this, looking at the schedules, yeah. man, you cannot start off slow. No moral nope. victories. We got to win games. Got to win Early. on both sides. Got to win Early. games. That's very right.
1: important. That's right. All right, Trey. We'll talk soon, my friend. One eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. Chris is in Staten Island. Chris, you're next on ninety eight seven.
4: Hey, what's going on, Larry? What's up, Chris? Not much, man. Shout out to Trey. You know, shout out the to Giants towards the end. But listen, man. I and like he what he says is true. Each season's a new season. All that. But truthfully, uh-huh. re- realistically. Man, I got us going like realistically, like three and thirteen. Honestly, <laughs> I got us being the Bengals, the uh-huh. Redskins one time, and then uh, there was another one. I forget who it was that. Like was somewhat winnable, but I was like, was it Arizona? Know, I, oh, Cincinnati? No, it, I said Cincinnati, uh, Redskins one time. I forget who else. I, I forget, but was I was probably Arizona. Like three Arizona. And 13 Not even Arizona. I think. you think? You think you could be
1: well? You could be Philly once, no?
4: Oh, definitely not. I mean, like I don't. Get, like I said, it's a. This is a completely new coaching staff. Like the yeah. whole Giants team, as we know it, everything is completely like 2020 sure. going forward is complete clean slate. So yeah. I get that, and and I want to give them the benefit of the doubt. But I don't know. Like I said, and they could be optimistic. Everyone has them going five to six wins, which I think is realistic. Mm-hmm. But for me, with the Giants lately. You know, the early 2010s, 2000s, you could be optimistic. This you can't afford to be optimistic with. Like as of lately, you have to assume the worst, and if it gets better, it gets better.
1: Yeah, it, it it is tough, Chris. Thanks for the phone call. You make some good points. This is the unknown, because you and you don't even have a track record on what you can expect from Joe Judge, because this is his first head coaching job. So you don't know what the identity of the team is going to be. You don't have a clue. You're only guessing that he's going to continue in the Belichickian way of that you know that that coaching tree has been that is you know very simple no mistakes uh, no conversation just play you are listening to the espn new
0: york tonight podcast with larry hardesty on 98.7 espn